Yo, what is going on, Gorilla Family? Boy, oh boy, oh boy, mate. Do we have an episode for you today? Kathan and I are about to go in. We're about to discuss food, nutrients, the connection between our mind, our body, our soul, how to attract almost anything we want into our lives, how he has been able to see such incredible results in his fitness, and the most important things, you know, moving into the, the coming years. All right, we talk about this year and how it was really about self-awareness, you know, quarantine and lockdown and the whole COVID situation, you know, people waking up to their health mentally and physically and um yeah mate stick around you don't want to miss this one so here's the question yeah right i might go on how are these young entrepreneurs who haven't obtained any inheritance and are entirely self-taught carving a legacy and living that life and mate we're talking purebred entrepreneurs here the ones that have a vision the ones that have a passion and the ones that want to make an impact on this world to get that respect that they deserve that is the question and this podcast will give you the answer but honestly mate keeping shit as simple as one two three is the key my name is in fact benji copeland and this is the power of three hey yo what is good everyone if this is your first time tuning into the power of three mate welcome to the show i am benji copeland i'm your host and we are all about getting to that next level trusting yourself gaining trust in yourself, creating a connection between yourself that allows you to do almost anything that you want because you believe, because you know for a fact that you are capable and you have the ability, mate, whether that's business, whether that's life, we're all about getting to that next level, finding that drive, coming within ourselves, using our intuition, unlocking our third eye to get freedom. That's what this is about. That's what this is about, getting the three pillars of the good life, health, wealth, and happiness. Mate, if you aren't a part of the family on Facebook, just go and check us out. The name of the, It's literally the name of this podcast. Just search that on Facebook. Go to the group section and click join, mate. You won't regret it. Family, go and meet some people, like-minded individuals, hungry motherfuckers that want it just as badly as you, even more. That's not a joke. Mate, without further ado, let's kick off with Keithon. Yo, Keithon, how you doing, mate? Yo, what's good, bro? Nice uh, pleasure being on here, man. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, bro. No, I'm, I'm glad you can uh, you can be here with us and uh, really share some insights, mate. So, um, I mean, yeah, bro. You want to just kind of introduce yourself, tell everyone a little bit about yourself and, and you know, why you're so passionate about it and uh, the goals for next year even? Sure, man. Uh so my name is Keith in Park. You know, I, um, I live out here in uh, Pasadena, California. But I think over the last year, you know, my, my life hit a complete 360 because when uh, around like August of last year, you know, I was contemplating going back to school. And then, you know, I was getting pressure for rent money. So I was working a minimum wage job, at, you know, a sandwich place. And then... <clears throat> You know, I was just like, I was, I was in like a, I was in a bad place. So I was just like, man, I might just say, just say F and just go straight to the Marines. And then, you know, uh, before I was about to sign the paperwork to do that, my uncle called me up and he was like, uh, you know, you should let me give you an opportunity out here in New York because that's where he lives. And he's like, 
just fly out here and see how it is before you do something like make a rash decision like that and i was like okay so i dropped my bags literally end up flying to new york in just in two days like tops i didn't even say bye to any anybody i just dipped out and i got to new york first thing um literally the next day literally woke up at like 6 a.m went with my uncle to his work had had to go get a suit had to go get my uh, new york public library card had to had to go to job interview at 4 p.m 5 p.m so i was just like a lot of stuff going on and then i was like damn this shit is hitting me fast like life is hitting me fast and then i did all that i had to i had to even get a suit in macy's and then bro I was literally, I was on like, I was on a time crunch. So I couldn't take the subway back to um, to my place and then change. So I got in Macy's and then changed in the locker room <laughs> and put the suit on. And then I dipped out. Yeah, bro. And I made it just in time for the interview. Saw like 10 people in there. It was like an interview for like a bellboy position. But yeah, I did all that. I got home around like 8 p.m. that night. And then I was just like, man, is this is this really what I want right now? Like. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of going backwards, not forwards. Like, I feel like I'm going back to having a, like, doing regular interviews, having a regular job. Like, this is what I want. I'd rather, I'd rather just go to the military and get, you know, my funds paid for and be financially, you know, set. So I was like, I stayed there for like maybe two weeks in New York, came back, went straight back to Cali. I was like, yeah, I don't like it out there. I'm going straight to Marines. And right when I was about to walk into the uh, Marine office, you know, I was already talking to the Marine recruiter before this. And I was, um, you know, we was already set to do the paperwork, get me going. He's like, yeah, I want to get you out as soon as possible. So he, he you know, Marine recruiters, they be kind of like, like when they see a person who has potential, oh, he's, he got muscle, oh, this, that, oh, they're going to try to recruit you like this. Like they're trying to recruit you fast. So. He was already on it. By the time I landed, he was trying to he was trying to call me, text me, and all this. And then I was about to walk into the office, and I was like, "Damn, I'm about to give like," because I did a lot of research on it. It's basically signing away four, if not five, extend maybe extended to eight years of your life. You know what I'm saying? Wow. In, in the in, in the um, military, whether that be army, navy, whatever. But yeah, I was about to do that, and I was like. There's a, there's a chance, like, I could be doing this for, you know, four to five years of my life. Well, that's guaranteed, but, like, that's going to just delay everything that I have that I've dreamed of, you know? Like, if, if I wanted to, to pursue fitness or be a pro gamer or whatever, like, that's four to five years that I have to wait to do that, you know what I'm saying? And I was just like, I don't know, it was just like, I don't know. It was just something told me to to just not do it. It was just weird. Just a gut feeling, Yeah, just a gut feeling. I don't know. Like that day, I was like, "Oh God, telling me something," you know? Because I don't know. I feel yeah, like man. everything happens. Everything happens for a reason. So it does, bro. So I I I did. I literally dodged the office. I straight up because I it's crazy. I live right next to the office. It's like down the street right here. So so it's like it's very easy to go straight to the marine office right from here. So I was about to walk in there. I just dodged it, man. I just went straight the other way. I went went home. I got home. I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? So I went home, got on the computer, looked up the certifications for um, being a personal trainer. Uh, then, you know, I paid for the cheapest course. 
but it's still, you know, it's still a personal training certificate. I studied for the test, took the first test. There was like 140 questions. And then, you know, I failed the first test. Oh, damn. I was like, damn. And I was eight questions, I, I was eight questions away from passing, bro. So I was like, so I was like, okay, that's, that's, you know, that's not that far off. But I was mad too. Cause like when you, when you fail a test, like, cause they give it to you right as soon as you pass. Like, I mean, right as soon as you finish the test, they give you results out of like a Scantron paper sheet. So they gave it to me. I was like, ah, oh, I failed. I was like, damn. So I went back home. I was mad. I knew all the questions I missed. So I went back, uh, try to uh, go online to retake the test or submit a retake. And then it said 180 for a retake. I'm like, damn, whoa. So I paid 180 for a retake, and then that made me even more mad. I'm like, oh, I'm paying 180 for a retake. Um, I'm for sure going to pass because it doubles after that. If you fail again, it goes to 180 to, like, 360. Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> and, then you, and, and then if you fail again, I think you, you don't get another try. I think you get, like, three tries. But, you know, I went back, took the test, and it was a breeze. I, I don't even think I got even close to 10 wrong. I probably Because it doesn't tell you when you – when you pass, it just gives you a pass score. It doesn't say, oh, your score, 80%, whatever. It just tells you you pass. So I was like, oh. But I was like, I knew damn near every question on that test. So I was like, oh, that's easy. Yeah, man, but that's a lot. Funny, the, the funny thing is, after I passed, after I, passed I was so happy because uh, I got home. I looked at the computer, and I was just like, damn. I didn't learn shit off of this. It's, it's so funny, bro, because, like, none of the stuff that you learn on, on taking that course is going to teach you stuff that's going to, uh, you know, real-life skills to help you personal train people, you know? A lot of – so the first job that I got was LA Fitness. I got – I submitted an application, got hired there. And LA Fitness is, like, a – it's a corporation gym, so it's, like, the the trainers there are, are pretty mediocre, or or if not, they're starting out. They're that's where people start out at a corporate gym when they're personal trainers. So I started out LA Fitness. I just wanted to learn the game. I knew the pay was gonna be terrible, but I was just trying to learn, you know, learn the process of being in a gym, training people. And the first thing I noticed was like they don't teach you nothing. Like I got in the gym and I was kinda like I was just like a, a frail little 18-year-old kid because I was like 18 at the time when I first got hurt or, or just turned 19. So I was like the youngest personal trainer in the gym, just like looking around. And then I figured, I was like, I was like, what am I doing? I was like, I'm good at what I do. Like, I, I'm good at training people. And I first learned that from just training my homies. Like, the homies would be like, oh, you trying to hit a workout, Keith? I'm like, all right. I put them through a chest workout and they'll be like, damn, bro, I, I, I never felt like this. Hey, let me start working out with you. And then I'm like, okay, bro, just tag along. And they, they tag along, and then, you know, they get results. And then I think nothing of it, you know. I just think of it just like, oh, yeah, you can work out with me. But little do I know is that, like, I'm really good at what I do. And they tell me, like, I'm good at breaking out exercise, just dumbing it down. And I was like, damn, these are none of the skills that that, that course taught me. Like, these are all things, like, I just, you know, figured out on my own. Yeah, man, for real. And just being – just being good at talking to people because that's I think that's the, one of the biggest things is learning how to communicate. That's it, isn't it? At the end of the day, if you don't know how to talk to someone, man, like if you can't have a proper relationship, yeah. proper conversation with them, I mean, that's that's all business come down yeah. to. That's all life come down to at the end of the day, you know? So, um, yeah, man, no, that's that's incredible. Basically, what I'm hearing so far is, you know, a couple of years ago, it was, was it last year, actually? 
Yeah, it was last year. Yeah, last 2019. year. Yeah, man. It was just kind of like you were just in this spot in your life, basically. Where it was just like you didn't know what to do, like a crossroad type thing. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, so I was either about to go back to school and just do did what my mom said, or I was about to go to Marines, or I was about to go to New York. So that was my three options. I was yeah, man. dipped out of there. So I was like, damn. So I gave New York a chance, right? But if it wasn't for going back to New York, you know, you wouldn't have had that I, time, the delight. I would have, like, it, it was really, it really woke me up. Like, I, I was like, damn. Because cause think about what I did to the people that that was uh, involved in trying to get me out there, you know. Like, my other uncle paid for my flight ticket out to New York. Then then the uncle that I was staying with, you know, he was he was using a, the spot I was staying as Airbnb for rent. But he was like, oh, you stay here. And then giving me money for groceries, the suit. And just for me to just like be like, oh, you know, I'm this 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 not for me, and then it's just dipping out. And there's a lot of money like involved in that trip. You know, I appreciate my uncle and all that, but it's for sure something that needed to happen. Because if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have woke up. You know, I was like, I didn't know what I was gonna do with my life, and I was just like, what? I've been knowing what I was gonna do, but it's just like you know, sometimes things happen in your life, and you just don't remember what you're what your calling or your purpose was. Yeah, man, 100%. No, that's, I love that, man. I love that. So this year, you know, like you started that LA fitness job in March. Like how's, how's this year been? What's the, the next step and stuff? You know, like are you, are you set? Are you, do you know oh, for a fact oh, that no, no, being no, a so personal trainer is like what you want to do? For sure, for sure. Like this is, see, uh, one of the first things when I got into doing this job is like seeing how other people go about doing it and you know they just they're very they're very like half-ass lethargic like they're just like going about their job just like just another day you know they don't look very happy they look they look mad doing their job and I'm like damn I love my job like honestly I'm good at what I do I love this personal training stuff and I told myself like this is going to be my main source of income like I want to do this full-fledged because I know a lot of people are doing this for a lot less making a lot more money but they're like i had this homegirl she was telling me that that her personal trainer was like he trains like these you know these fitness girls you know so he has like hella hella like clientele just from them and you know they're like fitness models and stuff like that but she went to go train with him for the first time and he was like on his phone half like not even paying attention i'll just do that yeah okay I'm like, damn. And she's like, yeah, he, he has a nice house. He gets paid money. And I was like, damn, that's that's terrible for your first time training with him. I was like, you know, some personal trainers out there really, you know, give a bad impression on on us as trainers. Like, like they literally don't do their do what they're, you know, meant to do. As a trainer, you're supposed to be hands-on, like really paying close attention to detail, helping them with form, all this other stuff. And usually trainers, they're just – counting reps and then just going on their phone and yeah, it's, you'll see you'll see it on a day-to-day basis it's terrible so not anymore because the... of covid but yeah bro nah bro yeah nah this year's been like you know you you talking about kind of your experience last year and i feel as if this year as well it's just been like a big wake-up call to humanity it's like man we need to start focusing on ourselves so for you 
and apart. when you say health it's just it's it's also your mental health too because that's yeah the that's the most thing. important health man like you know you have your physical health but one of the best quotes i ever heard was you know life's about what we feel not about what we have and you can feel like shit but look good right and it's like you're not productive you don't have any performance but you can look like shit and feel amazing and you know beat anyone at, at whatever you're doing um so yeah bro that's been one thing for me this year um even the past couple of years like getting your mind right you know it, it sounds real cliche but at the end of the day like um nikola tesla said it worked really well man you know like if we can start thinking if we only understood the pair of three six and nine and started thinking in terms of energy frequency and vibration you know energy frequency and vibration that's all we have right and if we can increase our energy which comes from our mind you know it's kind of like that switch the frequencies mm-hmm. kind of like our body and then the vibrations our blood you know so if we can increase the connection between like our mind our body and then our soul our blood you know that's all we have and uh, that's been one thing for me getting into health like plant-based foods you know getting into routines to cleanse your blood to get blood flowing to your whole body you know what I mean um so that's been the big thing for me I don't know like in your life if it's like you know eating certain foods doing certain routines like what's one piece of advice that you would give anyone else out there anyone listening to like come to get to get their headspace right and, and start to feel proper yeah i mean for me it was just when i when i decided to take that step into fitness like i i i took like i jumped jumped straight in whether that be i just lived a lifestyle of being you know a healthy person so I, whether that be you know cooking for myself oh if i go on a cheat meal uh i eat <laughs> Like, it was just stuff I was more conscious about, you know, like, I used to go for a cheap meal, be like, oh, let me get a Western bacon burger from Carl's Jr., no problem. But now I'm getting cheap meals like Chipotle. Like, that's a, that's a, that's a completely fine cheat meal. Like, that's not even a cheat meal, honestly. It's like, you get some chicken, some steak, or if I wasn't going to Chipotle, I'd get some, uh, you know, uh, like some teriyaki chicken bowl. Like, something that wasn't, like, completely just, you know, fast food, nasty processed food. You know, and then I would be cooking for myself now, eating a lot more, you know, natural foods. And in the beginning, I kind of just went on like, a, like just eating whatever I want. But over the years, you know, I just, I got to com- um, completely feel how, what, uh, how processed foods really affect your energy levels oh my goodness it's disgusting disgusting. and it's like it's not uh, even real food bro and that's been one thing for me it's like the stuff in there isn't proper nutrients but the energy required to make that and then the energy required for your body to break down it's like a reverse it's 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 just the reverse man and the nutrients you know doing all those tests where it's like you leave a McDonald's burger out for half a year and not one bit of bacteria gets on it. It's like, that's scary. You know, you I mean? eat good for, you eat good, healthy food for three, four days straight. You eat that one fast food meal. It will put you back almost a week. Oh, I'm telling you, man, it's disgusting how it makes you feel throughout the, throughout the week. Especially if you, if you're one of those people who like to just like binge out when you go for a fast food, like whatever run, man, it'll, it'll like, I've done that so many times and it's, 
and I regret it completely the next day. I'm like, damn, I feel, I feel shitty. It's terrible. It's disgusting. Isn't it? And everything, you know, one of the biggest things for me was understanding the connection between the mind and the gut. Like 90% of your mood is comes from the gut. You know, we have all these little neuro enhancers and that connects to our brains. So every, I mean, you know, that old saying, you are what you eat, food is medicine. It literally is, yeah. you know, like, the stuff that you, you put into your body, whether that is physical, whether that is mental, like the stuff you're reading, you know, the people you're around, it, it's building blocks to your future, you know, and if we can have the basic components of life, I mean, all protein starts in plants, you know, so eating like a whole bunch of meat, yeah, you're going to get a lot of protein, but it's like, it's kind of like cheating the system a little bit. It's not like, not, it's not a natural process. Um, so yeah man i mean i i love that i love that a lot but eating natural and organic food's been it's been huge for me it's one of the reasons i'm here right now in uh, in st vincent you know just trying new fruits and stuff even it's like bro how is this not available in like you know western culture and stuff and it's like you know you know it's interesting i think you know how technology is taking off like we're we're going into a new age of technology but we're almost going backwards in terms of uh, you know, how food is, is being, you know, go like distributed. Like we used to go for a lot. Like, I honestly, I think we were a lot more unhealthy back in the day because it was a lot more processed stuff. People were just buying stuff, uh, not, not even being conscious about their health. That was when fast, like, you know, McDonald's was booming. I mean, McDonald's, uh, McDonald's always been booming, but like that was when the whole fast food industry started going about back then. And it's kind of, it's kind of relieving to see that, like, it's kind of, people are honestly being more aware about it. You see it, I see it, almost, almost everybody is being more conscious about, you know, what they're putting into their body now. And yeah. they, they're, they're, they have that awareness that, oh yeah, fast food is going to set me back. And as long as people are just aware of that, then, you know, I think we're going to be all good. I feel like they're going to start bringing out more, more chains of restaurants, kind of like Chipotle, like where it's like, you know, a more healthy option. Fast food. I, I don't, yeah, I don't think they're going to keep, with, within the next couple of years, I don't think they're going to keep, uh, you know, mass promoting fast food as, as they are now. At least, they, at least I, I think they shouldn't, you know. Yeah, I mean, put it this way, man. Put it this way. A hundred years ago, kidney disease and cancer, all that, that didn't exist. Heart disease, you know what I mean? You look yeah. at where we are now, and that's the biggest killer in the world right obesity what the f who who knew what obesity was 100 years ago not many people you know and now it's like 30 percent of america 30 percent of australia is obese and it's like you kind of look at it it's it's, it's kind of like the smoking thing you know i don't know 50 60 years ago people smoking was like the thing everyone did it you did it on tv and now you know into the coming into the 21st century it's like this fast food large-scale agriculture and it's like, nah, you got to get back to the grassroots of like teaching people how to grow their own herbs, man. You know, something simple like that, not having to rely yeah. on like, like, I think you were kind of alluding to it. Like our ancestors, you know, they, they would go ages, like days sometimes, you know, weeks even without food. And now it's like, we go a couple hours and we get all in these fucked up moods. We get angry, we get depressed, we have sugar rushes. And it's like, that's not, that's not who we are. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, but look, look, you gotta look at what our ancestors were eating too. Oh my goodness, you can't. What well, like at least for me, the I'm pretty sure. Um, the I did a little nutrition project on the Mediterranean diet and like what they be eating out there, especially for for the Asian ancestors. Like a lot of people was just going off of straight, uh, you know, fish, rice, very natural foods. Uh, like. Just, just very natural potato, wheat, yeah, um, and eat a lot of vegetables. They eat a lot of vegetables. Yeah. So it's just like that was very natural Carrots, diet. Bro. That, there's a reason why the study showed they lived up to like 80, 80 plus back then. There's you know, a rumor, man. There's a rumor that there's this guy in India. <clears throat> he lived to two hundred and fifty-six. No Whoa. joke. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the of the supplement Shilajit? Whoa, I ain't never heard of that, bro. I ain't, I'm pretty sure no supplement can make you live that long. <laughs> no, nah, it's it's basically, shilajit's essentially just, um, it's broken down plant sediments from millions of years from the Himalayas. And that's, oh, so literally, it's, that's like a, it's, it's literally just like, think of it like black tar, but it's just pure plant. That's It looks like tar, but it's pure plant sediments. And it has this uh, one compound in there called fulvic acid. And that's supposed to be like one of the biggest minerals that we lack in our bodies today. It sounds like a, like a rare. Yeah. No, I've taken it, but I had it, I bought a bottle. I had it for one month and it was probably one of the best things I've ever taken in my life. Like you can feel it. You genuinely feel like I would fast on it, right? I would fast. I'd have it in the morning and then I'd fight intermittent fast until like, you know, in that, to the, in the evening. And I would just be like, I didn't eat anything the whole day and I would have more energy than if I did. And it was just like, I didn't, I was so confused. It was like, how is this working? And then we had like a, we have a little herb garden, like we have some mint and thyme and parsley and stuff. So I'd eat a little bit of that and it would just enhance everything. I was like, bro, I've never felt like this in my life. You know, there's nothing that's given me this much energy before. And I'd get work done. I'd do yoga for an hour. And I was like, bro, how, how is this not accessible to the world? Yeah. Bro, that's hey, that's very interesting you brought that up because I was watching this. I don't know how you know you just come across random videos on YouTube and he's like, "What the?" So I came across this one video. This lady was uh, explaining her like her basically her daily her daily routine of like, oh, do yoga this and that, and how she has so much energy and this and that. And then she goes to the part where she starts bringing out her her herbs, spices, and teas. And she brings them. There's so many bottles of this, that. Okay, I'm mixing rosemary with this, 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 this. this. And this is what's going to keep me energized throughout my day, you know, keep my mental. And I'm like, whoa. And I'm like, and I click on another video, and it's another lady is showing all her herbs. I'm like, yo, what are they doing? Like, they got some type of magical routine to keep them super focused. But, like, yeah, it's crazy how much all these, there's, there's stuff that, that I will never even get to experience because there's so many different like spices and stuff that it can be used for your health, natural, natural things that come from the earth. Here's the know? thing, man. The thing that really gets me is like, we have access in modern society on average, we have access to 12 out of a hundred and a hundred plus vegetables, right? 12 out of a hundred. We have 10, we have access to 10% of the natural vegetation that our ancestors did. Right. On top of that, 50 years ago, a broccoli was 
I don't know, I think it was like 10 times more nutritious, right? So yeah. when you think about that, think about like 300 years ago, think about the different variations of fruits they had, different variations of vegetables, right? You look at carrots and you look at turnips and it's like they're kind of the same thing, but it's like that if that's the only thing that was available now, right? Think of all of the the smaller species, like the smaller batches of species, right? You know, you can look at animals too. They've gone extinct. Fruits and vegetables would have gone extinct from us over time, right? And even just being here, I've, I've tried like four or five or six new fruits and vegetables, actually probably more that I've never, ever seen anywhere else in the world. And it's like this, this um, country here, I have some of the most fertile soil in the world. And they, like, it's so, you can just taste it, bro. You can taste the nutrients. But it's just like, I can only imagine some of the fruits, like even even watching documentaries on the Amazon, it's like seeing all these different berries and different, um, you know, other fruits and, and plums. It's like, that's not available in the natural world. Um, so, man, I think um, if we were kind of able to learn how to grow our own fruits and vegetables, we could kind of naturally like hybridize and cross pollinate and create our own species but you know we're not taught that in school and i think i think you were kind of talking about it earlier it's like we're moving into this new era now you know and um people are kind of calling it the fourth industrial the fourth revolution the fourth industrial revolution um and you know through technology we're kind of achieving that so it's like if we can first of all understand like the line between I guess, use and abuse, like use of technology and abuse of technology to create, you know, and actually move us forward. And like, not you said, not like you were saying, not take a step back. Um, that's the biggest thing that technology is here for. We actually had this lady come on a couple episodes from Gaia. I don't know if you know what that is. Um, the way she explains it is it's, it's the Netflix of the uh, subconscious mind. So I really liked how she explained it. It's just about self-improvement and stuff. And she said that there's this lady called Barbara Hanclough and she wrote a lot of these books and she channeled one of her books through the Pleiadians, which is basically just a uh, cluster of stars. Um, and that's kind of been uh, one of the things where people have thought that humans came from. Anyway, she said that Barbara Hanclough channeled her books through the Pleiadians and essentially came to the conclusion that technology is here to help us unlock our psychic, you know, so being able to, like you said, unlock that, that gut feeling, that intuition and that third eye type thing. So being able to use that for ourselves um, has been like just the past couple of years, man, using it to research and using it to um, be a student. You know, we were talking about it before, be a student and not a teacher. Um, and the best students you know the best teachers and the best students like if you want to attract the right students you have to be a good student you know what i mean um exactly and i heard this quote you know um this is one of the best quotes i've ever heard in my life is and it's like people think to be a master or people think you have to be a master to teach but in reality you know you have to teach to be a master and um when you teach something someone something it reassures that knowledge for you um, yeah, so. exactly. That's why I, I, you know, I love doing what I'm doing because if nobody gave me that reassurance that like, okay, I'm I'm good at what I do as a personal trainer, then I wouldn't have kept doing it, you know. That's it, bro. That's it. And it's like there's always gonna be shit in in our lives that pop up, you know. And being able to have that, um, 
that trust in yourself is the only thing that actually matters, right? You know, there's so much going on in the world. And if that trust between yourself is broken, like that connection, you know, that relationship, then you're not going to be able to have relationships with other people. Um, exactly. So I think this year was a big awakening for self-awareness too. You know, a lot of people being, being aware of themselves, like, that's it. Because, I mean, you're, tra- you're trapped in a quarantine. Like, people don't understand. We're trapped in a damn quarantine. Some people are getting locked down. Some people are getting curfews. L.A. just got a curfew, you know, L.A. County. So it's just, like, when you're trapped at home for so so long, and for me, like, you know, I'm, I'm by myself. Like, I'm... Yeah, bro, so you know, you get a lot, you get, It's kind of... Yeah, I'm like, you know, you get a lot of time to think, and that's that's what a lot of people was just missing over the years, just time to think by themselves because whether people like it or not if you're not sitting down to have that talk with yourself you're not sitting down to or you're not looking yourself in the mirror every morning and seeing who you are as a person you know I, I heard Kendrick Lamar does this he it's just funny he he said every morning he goes in the mirror looks in the mirror for maybe 30 seconds maybe a minute maybe two minutes but he'll look in the mirror and he'll just look himself straight in the eye and then, and then he'll he'll just reassure himself of who who he is as a, as a yeah. person, you know. And a lot of people can't look themselves in the mirror, and you know, looking in the mirror, it, it it sounds really fucking weird if I'm being real. But if you don't know who you are, go and find yeah. a mirror and stare into the mirror for five, for five minutes. Like eyes, your eyes, it's the gateway to the soul, and you, eyes can tell you everything about a person. Like you look at someone in their eyes, and you can you can just see you can just read them if you have that connection um so yeah man no this has been incredible i want to ask you one question that i like to ask everyone before we before we get off here you know this is i don't know this will be kind of interesting because you basically i mean we're pretty much the same age bro i'm I'm 20 are you 20 yeah i'm 22 yeah (laughs) um all right if you could go back and tell your 18 year old self one piece of advice what would it be Don't don't worry about other uh, what other people have to you know have to say think about what you're trying to pursue in life. It doesn't matter what it be, just don't you know. And, and try to try to just block out the outside noise because there's gonna be a lot of outside noise when you grow up, going through life you know. And that outside noise could be your your best friend. That mm. outside noise could be you know your, your parents. Mom, yeah, your bro. parents. You know what I'm saying? People in your household. So. You know, be true to yourself and just try to block out that outside noise, and just do 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 whatever you love, man. That's that's the biggest thing. Kathan, mate, what a real real conversation that was, bro. Blocking out the outside noise, man. That's one of the best pieces of advice, and I'm so happy you shared that. Learning to let go, learning to let go of people and situations, and focusing on yourself, focusing on your your health. Focusing on what you're putting in your body, focusing on those building blocks, the nutrients, the connection between your mind and your body and your soul, increasing the blood flow, and just doing what you love, man. I love that, bro. I love that. Kathan, I can't wait to do this again. I cannot wait to do this again in a couple of years, whenever it is, bro. We've got big things coming, big futures. If you enjoyed this episode, man, send it to one person, bro. Just click share, copy the link, and send it to one person that you know will find a piece of value, will learn something from this. And if you're an Apple podcast, man, just leave that feedback down below. 
whatever it is, one star, five star, just leave some honest feedback. Let us know what you want to say on the show as well, mate. Much love, though. Big things coming. End of this year, next year going into 2021. This year was the year of self-awareness, and next year is the year of our uprising. There may be a dark winter coming, there may be an economic collapse, there may be more people that are dying from COVID, but if we can get through this, if you are one of the people that is willing and able and tough enough to get through, then the next three, four, five, the next decade is going to be absolutely incredible. Let's go. Much love. One love. Peace.